Reaction continues to come in on the 2022 federal budget. Today, Glenda Lee Allen Wasser talks with Conservative MP John Barlow, the Shadow Minister for Agriculture, Agri-Food and Food Security. John, focusing in on the federal budget from the agriculture perspective, give us your thoughts on the budget and, and what it will mean for producers. Well, I think what what budget uh, 2022 is mostly reannouncing a lot of the spending outlined in the 2030 emissions reduction plan, um, which reinforces a lot of what the, the parliamentary budget officer already confirmed, uh, that the rising carbon tax to $170 a ton um, won't reduce emissions, but it's going to have a uh, very detrimental impact on, on the agriculture sector. And that's, uh, you know, that's going to be exasperating what we're already seeing in terms of increased costs and, and inputs and inflation. Um, this seems like a, a nonsensical time to be increasing taxes on, on Canadian farmers. Were there some things in the budget that you were pleased to see happening? Well, it was good to see, um, you know, some, some compensation finally put out uh, for some promises that have been made in the past, like the, the Prince Edward Island potato ban, the supply managed sectors, uh, see some sort of a solution uh, or at least a temporary solution for the temporary foreign worker problem, uh, you know, an emergency uh, strategy there to address what has been a very uh, acute labor crisis. Um, but, you know, announcing these things, the Liberals have been very good at announcing things, but very bad at actually following through and implementing uh, some of these programs. So, uh, you know, certainly glad to see that it's on the radar, but uh, now it's a matter of... Uh, uh, keeping up the pressure to ensure they follow through and actually um, implement some of these uh, um, these policies to address some of the problems that we've been facing. From your standpoint, what didn't we see? Well, you know, we, we didn't see any, uh, you know, number one would be, uh, you know, any tax relief on the carbon tax. You know, certainly as, as we were seeing, um, you know, the conflict in, in Europe, uh, certainly concerns over a, a looming uh, food crisis, uh, you know, much higher input costs. We were hoping to see some relief there. Um, we didn't see uh, a follow through on implementation of Bill C-208 uh, that received royal assent, a conservative private member's bill that was designed to remove tax barriers for intergenerational transfers. Uh, so help with succession planning. We didn't see that uh, follow through. So that they continue to, to rag the puck on that that legislation that has been given royal assent. Uh, so I, I find that uh, to be um, very frustrating that they they continue to uh, ignore the will of, of the House of Commons. Um, so those two things I, I would have liked to have seen in there, but uh, still haven't seen. Overall, what kind of an impact do you think it's going to have for producers? Well, I, I think the impact that it's going to have is as you're adding another $53 billion to uh, to the already growing debt, um, you know, continued uh, high deficit spending, and and uh, this is a high tax or you know high spend, high tax budget, and this is uh, again, you know, all everything is coming down to affordability, and if uh, producers can't afford to to do what they need to do, it's going to make it uh, that much more difficult uh, with rising inflation input costs. Speaking of, of that, let's talk a little bit about the impact of the, the high cost for farm inputs and, and fertilizer. Yeah, you know, we've been, we've been asking for weeks, and it should be a relatively straightforward uh, question for them to answer. You know, we, we've 
certainly seen it in some many areas of the country that uh, fertilizer costs have doubled and, and sometimes exceeded that. Uh, and now to put the 35% tariff on uh, input or imports from, from Russia on fertilizer, uh, all we're asking them to do is exempt that tariff on fertilizer that was purchased before March 1st. So fertilizer that's already been paid for is on route. Um, you know, it's not going to be uh, impact Russia at all. Uh, it's only going to hurt farmers. Uh, and it's been several weeks and they still refuse to take a position on this. Um, and as I said, you know, uh, the Liberals are great at making these these prophetic announcements. But when it comes to the actual logistics and, and actually making a hard decision, uh, they, they continue to fail to do that. So that that's one area that we want to see some relief in is that uh, farmers need cost certainty and to have that looming over them on whether or not there is going to be a 35% tariff on, on Russian uh, fertilizer imports is uh, is frustrating. The cost that farmers are facing this spring going into seeding is, is incredible, as we talked about with the increase in inflation, the increase in, mm-hmm. in farm inputs, in fertilizer costs, the carbon tax also being on there now and increased as of April 1st. You know, it's just nonsensical I, to to see where the, the, the tenuous um, financial situation that the many Canadians find themselves in as a result of, you know, coming through the pandemic, uh, supply chain issues, you know, rising inflation. We've seen housing costs double over the last six years um, to increase taxes at this time uh, goes against, you know, flies in the face of, of any any financial uh, advice I think uh, any experts would be giving, and, and especially when it comes to, to agriculture, where there there aren't alternatives. Um, and well, the one alternative is we've offered is is a conservative private members bill C two three four, which would exempt agriculture uh, farm fuels from the carbon tax, uh, because there aren't alternatives. Farmers have to heat barns, they they have to dry grain, they they have to um, move their commodities or or haul cattle. Uh, it's not like they can uh, put. Um, you know, their cattle onto the subway or, or move grain with an electric vehicle. They don't have alternatives. These are the things they must do uh, in order to, to grow food for Canadians and, and now in many cases uh, for the world. So uh, I find that extremely frustrating and almost a slap in the face to Canadian farmers where they're completely ignoring um, what's going on out there and, and continue to follow through on these this activist agenda, the rhetoric that goes with it, including, uh, you know, 25% increase on a carbon tax when you're seeing, you know, fuel prices getting close to uh, $2 a litre and and in some parts of the country exceeding that. That's John Barlow, the Shadow Minister for Agriculture, Agri-Food and Food Security. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Bossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen-Bossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.